If I told you there was an online platform where you could generate up to 30,000 organic connections from an audience that's making around $100,000 a year or more, and it didn't require you to be on Facebook and Instagram all day, would you be interested? I mean, maybe your target audience fits those demographics and their influences are different than those that the gram offers. Well, in today's episode, we'll talk about how to know if your business is one that can benefit from this platform and how you can build a pipeline of quality connections, close more sales, and build a trusted brand by using LinkedIn. That's right, LinkedIn, for only 20 minutes a day. Sounds like a game changer for the return on investment for your time, no doubt. So let's dive in. Whether you're determined to build your dream business, to become a better communicator, to create the leverage in your life, to connect with yourself, to become more purposeful, to master your schedule, to quit your job, to travel to Europe, no matter what the goal is that drives you, this is the show for you. This is a space where we can transparently talk about all the things you're determined to accomplish or improve in your life and bring you the tactical tips and strategies to help get you to that next level. My name is Jamie Milam and I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur and like you, I dream big. I rebuilt my life out of a single Rubbermaid storage tote when I became a mother and today I am living my life by designing it in alignment with my goals. Recently divorced and back to being a single mom and simultaneously running multiple businesses, I know that I can figure anything out when I am determined. With the right resources, determination, and motivation, I believe you can make your dreams and goals a reality. This is Determined AF. Welcome back to another episode of Determined AF. I'm your host, Jamie Milam, and I will be the first to tell you it is not in my long-term vision to run a big business built on the standard social media platforms. And I know many of you are doing it and doing it really well and at a high level, but that's not my goal. And I'm confident some of you out there get tired of that constant pressure to curate, feed the algorithm, scroll the feeds, et cetera. So when I was introduced to today's guest and his approach to using LinkedIn and the success that he and his clients have had, it was a no-brainer to bring him on to share some of his experiences with the platform. So Scott Aaron is here with us today. He's an author, a speaker, and a podcaster. But what you guys are most interested in today is that he is an award-winning online marketer and the go-to specialist when it comes to converting traffic, establishing connections, creating income, and building personal brands on LinkedIn. So thanks for being here today, Scott. Thanks, Jamie. Grateful and honored to be here and just looking forward to having a great conversation. I know I'm looking forward to this. I think that it's going to be super valuable for all of us. And so I know, Scott, that from our previous conversations, you kind of fell into this LinkedIn niche when you migrated your brick and mortar business to this online space and found that you really wanted to network a little bit more with people that could afford that premium price. And you started seeing some really great results fairly quickly. And understandably, you had some friends that wanted you to show them the ropes and show them what you were doing. And they tried it. It was working for them. And one of them even got like 14 new appointments in a single week, which is freaking incredible, right? So clearly you'd fallen into something here. So can you tell us a little bit more about why LinkedIn drew you in when pivoting to the online lead generation? Well, I, I realized when I was at the, the back half of my career owning a brick and mortar business, I was a, a health and wellness professional. I had 
multiple fitness clubs, personal trainers, sports nutritionist, I knew that I had to re-leverage my business because I was only as good as the four walls that surrounded me. But also I was only as good as how many hours in the day there were because as a trainer, you know, if a session was booked, I would get paid. It was a very easy exchange, time, money, time, money. But that wasn't going to allow things to grow and scale. So when I started thinking about my business mortality, and this was important for me, what would I do next? If something happened to the gym, if something happened to me where I couldn't train, how else would I be able to earn income? And I, I was thinking about, okay, social media is out there. This is 2013. I think I got on to Facebook in 2009, but it was back in the day where the status updates were, how are you feeling? And you would put, is feeling excited or is at the Eagles game? Like that's how it was back then. There were no long drunkalog posts or anything that people are putting <laughs> nowadays. So when I started to think about how can I start to re-leverage my business where I, I want to raise my rates, right? I want to, I want to charge more of a premium price for what I'm doing and what I bring to the table. I want to be able to do this in a more streamlined fashion, right? So I said, where can I go? And I just coincidentally, I was at a personal development conference where I was learning about growing online businesses. And an interesting thing came up as a topic of conversation. And it was revolved around communication and conversations and the amount of conversations that it requires to move a business forward. And when I started thinking about this and I was like, well, you're only allowed 5,000 friends on Facebook. Instagram is completely fake at this point. Everything is a bot. You don't know who's real and who's not. And LinkedIn, you're allowed 30,000 organic connections. So I said, okay, if I can grow a network that is six times larger than my personal network on Facebook, because that's what it is. Facebook is personal. I was looking to grow a professional network on a different platform and I stumbled upon LinkedIn. So I, I re-logged on. I had started a profile back in 2009 for my fitness clubs. I dusted it off and I said, okay, let me put myself out there in this new capacity. And as you forementioned, uh, I started redoing my profile. I was searching, connecting, having great conversations. And my business started to grow and scale organically without any fancy schmancy things. It was purely organic. It was structured. But what I will say is this, the advantage that I had was the years and years of experience coaching people in the health and wellness industry. Because at that point, I had been training people for about 15 years and I was doing 60 to 70 sessions every single week for 15 years. So you want to talk about that's 45,000 hours of one-on-one -on -one time with people, but I was also a solution-oriented person. So you always talk about the problem, the solution, the result. So when someone comes to you with a problem, hey, I want to lose weight. Great. Here's the solution. I can train you. Here's the result. You've lost 10 pounds in the last three months. So I took that concept and said, what can I do on LinkedIn to find people that have a problem where it could be filled with my solution? and they can get the desired result. And that's what happened. So also to your aforementioned story, I was sharing what I was doing with some of my friends and they're like, dude, teach me how to do it. What are you doing? And my one friend in particular ended up, yes, getting about 14 appointments booked. And he had been in sales for 15 or 20 years. He goes, Scott, I never 
booked as many calls organically before. He goes, you should be teaching this. And that was the other light bulb because it was like, okay, I'd already been teaching people about health and wellness. All I did was take the systems, structure, routine that I learned in my previous career. And now I started leveraging it on this professional business platform, teaching other business professionals with their offering, their business, their structure, how they should be doing it as if I was them. And that's how it all started. Mm, that's great. In fact, you kind of segued something that I wanted to ask because since you were brick and mortar and you're in the health and fitness world, I was going to ask, were your friends that you were advising in that very beginning, were they in a similar industry? The guy who's like, I've been in sales X amount of years. Were they in a similar industry? Window sales. Window sales. <laughs> okay. I think window sales is very different, right? Yeah, so very niche. It is. Yes. Which is a benefit, right? For yeah. him. So if someone right now that's listening is wondering if a LinkedIn strategy would work for them, what would you say? How would they know if LinkedIn is a good platform for them and their service or their business? Well, first I'll say it's, if you have a, a brick and mortar business, there still is a place for you on LinkedIn because unlike other platforms, LinkedIn, you can search for people from an ideal client or client avatar standpoint by city, by state, by country. So if you're in like the greater New York City area and you have a brick and mortar a store somewhere in that vicinity, and you know that your client demographic are business professionals that see a value in maybe something that you're offering, a clothing store, whatever it is, you can search for business professionals like literally by that key term, filter by city and start sending connection requests out. And if you position yourself the right way on the platform, providing relevant content where people are going to see it and be like, man, they're a couple blocks away from where I work. I should go check out their store. That's a way that you can leverage it. Who I would say it's not for is I would say almost like an e-commerce type of thing where maybe you have a, a physical product that you're selling because LinkedIn doesn't like people to pitch and sell. LinkedIn appreciates people that are building a personal and business brand where they educate and inform their audience about something that they need to know to improve someone's life, someone's business. So if someone's listening to this, if you're very clear, first of all, on your ideal target market, your ideal client demographic, that's, in, that's first and foremost the most important thing. It doesn't matter if you're looking to leverage Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, YouTube, if you don't know who you're marketing with, not marketing to, Seth Godin talks about this all the time. It's never marketing to people. It's marketing with people because you want to be able to position yourself where they're riding in the car with you. They're not in the car behind you. They're not in the car in front of you. They're sitting in the car with you. So you're marketing with them. If you know who your client avatar is, that target market is, now you can start formulating a plan around how you're going to best using LinkedIn from leveraging your profile to building the right kind of network to reaching out to people the right way. But most importantly, creating content that builds that know, like, and trust where at some point in that person's professional, personal career, they hit a snafu, there's a hole or a gap in their life or their business. And they're going to remember you for what you're best known for with the problem that they're having. And then they're going to reach out. That's, that's, I mean, in the simplest way, that's the best way to describe it. 
Yeah. So it sounds like it's probably good for almost everybody minus if you only have product to sell. I think that there's two things I wanted to go back to that you had mentioned. And I love, 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 love the transparency to this because so many times entrepreneurs that are starting out, they see the success that somebody else has and they want those instantaneous results. And unfortunately in the online coaching space as well, we have some in the space that is sending out a message of you can create the six figure business in three months or whatever. And you mentioned the 45,000 hours of training that you already had before you pivoted online. So you had a track record, you had proven authority, you were able to build trust quickly, you were able to show results, you had something that was backing you up. And I think oftentimes we forget that foundational piece. You know, we're seeing the tip of the iceberg. We're not looking at all of the things that Scott's done prior to him shifting and pivoting onto LinkedIn. The other thing is you said you took the systems, the structure and the routine from what you were doing and essentially just reapplied it to LinkedIn. And then now it's like, okay, well, the systems are the same, you guys. The verbiage to make it match your messaging and your target audience, that's where it tweaks. But when you have a system that works, you keep the system going and then you can try in new things and pivot when you need to. Those are models. You know, it may not be every single piece of it is applicable from windows to fitness, but still the majority of it is a model that should work. And so I know that you teach that 20 minutes on LinkedIn can really build a strong pipeline. And let me tell you, my people love simple systems. So how do we make the most of those 20 minutes? Well, I would say first and foremost, before anyone does anything, your profile does have to be optimized. And for those that don't know, when Microsoft bought out LinkedIn about eight years ago, they re-embedded heavy SEO within our profiles or search engine optimization because Microsoft obviously has partnerships with Yahoo, with Bing, with Google with all the larger search engines to drive traffic back and forth. So a good test is to Google yourself and see on that first result page, if your LinkedIn profile shows up. For me, it's the first search result you see. If you search my name, typically you'll see one of two things, either my LinkedIn profile, my website, which is scottaaron.net, or my podcast. Those three things always come up first and foremost. So Optimizing one's profile, much like a larger search engine, works the same way within the search engine of LinkedIn. So people fail to recognize if there's a search bar directly at the top of a platform like LinkedIn, people are using that search bar every single day and they're searching. So the thought then becomes, okay, what are they searching for? Well, if they want to search for you, what are those specific keywords that you have to mention within your LinkedIn profile that will allow your profile to populate? So on any given seven-day period, I have between 900 to 1,200 search results in a week. So it's just like website traffic. So I have 1,200 people almost a week visiting my LinkedIn profile. So you want to talk about visibility. I mean, that leads to people buying my book, subscribing to my podcast, downloading my free opt-in, whatever it is, you want to build relationships on and offline. But if people aren't seeing your profile, it's not populating. It's never going to work. 
So you really have to put yourself into the uh, the mindset of your ideal client avatar, right? I call it the passenger side perspective, the person on the other side of the computer screen. What keywords are they punching into that search engine that would then allow your profile to populate? It's optimizing your headline, your about section, your experience, volunteer experience, license and certifications, awards, recommendations. All those things need to have significant value around because, again, you need to build that authority. You need to build that credibility. And the more robust your profile is, not from, uh, I would say, a clout standpoint, but just someone when they do stumble upon your profile, they're like, oh, Scott really knows what he's doing. You know, Jamie is absolutely an expert in her space. I want to follow her, connect with her, send her a message, engage in her content. So it always starts with your profile. So that's probably, I would say, the heavy lifting. That doesn't work into the 20 minutes. So let's pre-assume that everyone has their profile optimized. And it's it's part of what my, my giveaway for today. I mean, it's six steps to perfecting your profile for free. So we'll talk about it at the end. But let's say you've gone through that. You've optimized your profile. Now, what is this 20-minute-a-day methodology? Well, it starts with A making sure that you're building your network the right way. So again, everything goes back to who's in your network. If the wrong people are in your network, number one, they're not going to accept your connection anyway. B, even if they do, they're not going to respond back to your message. And finally, they're not going to engage in your content. So everyone always asks me, Scott, how do I get people to engage more in my content? Why is no one engaging my content? It's either A, your content sucks, or B, you have the wrong people in your network. So I see people that have 15, 16,000 connections on LinkedIn, and one person only likes their content. Now, I am not to hear, I'm not here to tell you that the vanity metrics matter most. They don't, they don't mean anything. They're all pretend. But what they do tell you is that your message is resonating with your audience right? So you have to think about building your network from two components. Component A is your ideal client avatar from an industry or professional title, right? So think about right now, what industry is my ideal client in or what is their professional title? CFO, CEO, business owner, lawyer, doctor, whatever. And you search and connect for those individuals and you start planting some seeds. The other side of it, I call it the other can of connections, are your power partners, much like what Jamie and I are. We're two podcasters supporting one another. She guessed it on my podcast. I guessed it on hers. We're building no like, and trust with our networks. Having alliances, right? Having people to promote you without doing anything else, but just shouting your name from the rooftops because you've built a real good connection and rapport with that person is everything. Old school online networking, will always be more effective than paid networking. I don't care what anyone says. I know so many people that are wasting tens of thousands of dollars on Facebook and Instagram ads, and they're just getting crap leads and it doesn't go anywhere. It's the long game approach, right? You need to form and have as many allies as possible because you have to understand if people are on LinkedIn for the right reason, all those allies that you have that are networking just like you, they stumble upon a connection and they have a conversation and a topic comes up that is your specific zone of genius. Guess who they're going to remember and guess who they're going to refer? You. 
So first and foremost, you have to build the right kind of network. The second thing is when you start to get these new connections, you need to reach out to them the right way. Messaging is everything. If any of you that are listening to this have spent any time at all on LinkedIn, I am sure you've gotten some 18 paragraph long drunkalog verbal vomit message from someone trying to sell you and pitch you. They're literally throwing up all over you. Either they're using some bad automation that they shouldn't be using because it violates the user agreement on LinkedIn and you can get kicked off. Or B, they're just lazy and copying and pasting and not even taking the time to not sell and to not pitch you. No one likes being sold and pitched to. That is the worst way to build the no like, and trust. And it's the best way to ruin your credibility and you get one shot at a great first impression. No so, matter the platform. No matter the platform. I don't care what it is. It's belly to belly too. Hey, Joe, nice to meet you. You want to buy mm -hmm. my stuff? Like you don't That's do right. that in person and you don't do it online either. Now, when you are reaching out to someone, I, I have a strategy called the magic formula. It's a three-step process to crafting a message that is geared towards your specific industry, profession, or ideal client avatar or power partner that gets a very high response rate. The numbers break down to this. If you can book five qualified calls a week from LinkedIn, one call a day, Monday through Friday, that's 20 a month, you close just 20%, 80% failure rate, 20% success rate, that's four new sales a month. I don't care what you're offering, what your price point is, what your business is. If you have four new sales coming in every single month from LinkedIn, which again is almost 50 new sales a year, you have a really good business going. And that's just from LinkedIn. Now, when you are reaching out to people, there's three things that you want to do. A, state the person's name in a relaxed fashion. You know, hey, Jamie, so great to be connected to you. Not dear Jamie, comma, space, in that next paragraph. That mimics the automated software. You want a warm and inviting introductory where the person, you're, you're lowering that wall of resistance and you're raising the level of connection. The second thing that you do, and it's just because I'm, a, I'm in Jersey now, is I call it lowering the drawbridge. And if you're not from Jersey, there's a ton of drawbridges that, <laughs> down by the Jersey shore. It's just one of those things where if the drawbridge is up, you can't get across, right? So you need to make sure that you lower the drawbridge where that person sees the connection point between you and them, and they're willing to drive across to you. So you want to find that connection point from a business standpoint, from a professional standpoint. Now, the one thing I will say is that you have to determine what that is, but again, putting yourself in that person's shoes. So what I will say is this. I would say something along the lines of, hey, Jamie, it's so great to be connected to you. I noticed that you were a business professional and podcaster, as am I. Would love to hear how things are going with you, share more about what's going on with me, and how we can support one another here on LinkedIn. Now, I've done two things. Number one, I've stated that connection point between myself and Jamie. And number two, I've used the second most important word in the English language outside of someone's first name. And that word is support. So there have been scientific studies done in sales and in business that when someone reads the word support, it releases a chemical called oxytocin. So this is our feel-good brain chemical, just like serotonin, dopamine, endorphins, cortisol. So now this person is feeling good as they're reading your message. The final thing you do is you finish with a simple CTA, a call to action. Statements lead to nowhere. Questions lead 
to answers, right? You have to ASK to GET. You have to ask in order to get. So if I was to finish with, let me know when's good for you. Well, I haven't asked, so Jamie's never going to tell me when is good for her. But if I say, do you have any time this week or next week for a call or a Zoom? I'm asking a direct question, which is going to prompt a direct response. Now, after you start building your network, you start messaging people the right way, not spamming and vomiting all over them. You start booking some calls. The third and final thing that you want to do is create relatable, educational, and informative content. Now, unlike other platforms where you have to post 17 times a day, 17 times a minute, 17 times an hour, that's not LinkedIn. LinkedIn is one of those platforms where, in all honesty, if you just posted three times a week, once on Monday, once on Wednesday, once on Friday, you're doing more than 99% of the people on the platform. And here's how it breaks down. So there's multiple pieces of content that you can create on LinkedIn. There's posts, there's templates, there's documents, there's polls, there's videos, there's articles. I do all of that, but that's not where I direct people to begin because I want people to put their wingies on first in the shallow end before they can fling them off and go start diving off the high dive. So before you get into that, you got to take those baby steps, right? You got to crawl before your walk. You got to walk before you run. You got to run before you sprint. So what you want to do is on Mondays, do a video piece of content. Now, this doesn't have to be a LinkedIn Live like what I do. You can start with a basic 30 to 60 second tip video where you just jump on there and you just give something of free value. Hey, this is Scott. I wanted to jump on here today and just give you one quick tip on how to better connect with people on LinkedIn. And here it is. And you just give like just a little tip and you could say, let me know what you resonated most with, comment below, and I'll see you next time. And it's that simple. You don't have to overcomplicate the process. Video is the number one piece of content that builds the know, like, and trust faster because people can see you, feel you, and hear you. So that's number one. So do that on Mondays. Wednesday, I always take the temperature of my network. Well, what does that mean? Well, if you want to know exactly what people are struggling with, what they need help with, what hole or gap or kink in the hose there is in their business, you have to ask them. So that's why on Wednesdays, midweek, I always suggest people to do some market research, which is vital for the growth and scalability of any business. If you don't know your target audience and what they need help with, your solution is going to fall flat on its face. So people always say, well, Scott, how do you always come up with more things to talk about and content? You always have something to write about. Well, I ask questions. I find out what people are struggling with. So a simple question you can ask your network is, what is your biggest struggle in growing your business right now? And the responses that you can give people to vote on could be building my network, closing more sales, scaling my business, other comment below. So what that's going to do is it's going to send that out to your entire connections on LinkedIn, and they're going to start to vote. So this is the much needed feedback that you need. So say that the number one response of all the things that people were responding to was scaling their business. So now you know the pain point that these people are struggling with is how to scale their business. Well, as the content creator, educator, and information source and the expert that you are, you're then going to leverage that market research to create a longer form piece of content on Friday. Now, that could be 
uh, a regular post, which you can have up to 3,000 characters, which is very significant. Or you can write an article or a newsletter edition right on LinkedIn, which you can write even longer form. And it's completely up to you. This is where you can go more in depth. And you can forementioned where this information is coming from. You could say, I conducted a poll earlier in the week and the tribe has spoken and everyone said that they're having struggles scaling their business. So what I wanted to do today is give you three basic tips on how to scale and grow your business. Number one, this, number two, this, number three, this, which tip helped you most comment below and that's it. So now you're, you're taking that market research and you're able to create value added content that you know people are going to engage with because they already voiced what their problem and what the gap in their business was. So anyone that has a problem, they want a solution. And when they get the solution, they're going to have the result. Now, you've noticed anything that I've said, that Monday, Wednesday, Friday routine, there's no sales pitch. There's no mention of trying to get on a call with me. It's building value. It's building trust. It's building that rapport because on the back end of that, people will start to respond back to you. Love your tips. Love what you're doing. And I even had people will start to share your stuff, which then makes you visible to other people's networks. So all of that of what I just said, outside of optimizing your profile, building your connections every day, messaging and planting seeds after that and providing a value piece of content Monday, Wednesday, and Friday should take you no more than 20 minutes a day. The majority of the time that you're going to spend is actually doing the right thing, which is connecting with people offline, building that rapport, onboarding new clients and establishing new power partners. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Man, I hope you guys were taking notes because Scott just dropped like so many truth bombs and like just tangible tactical tips that you guys can walk away with. I don't know if it was super intentionally or not. The 80-20 rule shows up here, you guys. I don't know if you noticed that. The other piece that shows up in, in my world with a lot of my clients is we talk about the language of sales. And so something I really wanted to re-emphasize is Scott said the word support. When we talk about how can we support you, then people are a little bit more like, oh, great. She actually cares, right? Because people do not care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm -hmm. And so when you want to show up and you want to support them and see how you can network, expand each other's networks, then that makes it a lot easier. I was going to ask you what's a great icebreaker for a cold connection on LinkedIn, but I think you just laid it all out so beautifully. There's no need for an icebreaker because here it is. Thank you. Yeah. So, Fantastic. Thank you so, so much. And as Scott mentioned, I am going to link down in the show notes, his free guide, which is the perfect profile, six steps that you can do to optimize your LinkedIn profile. So that way you can snag that. So Scott, tell the listeners where they can find more of you and connect. Well, LinkedIn obviously would be a good, a good place. <laughs> um, uh, my website, scottaaron.net houses a, a lot of my, my, regular personal business information, my podcast, Networking and Marketing Made Simple, which Jamie was featured on. You can download the infograph off of there. My latest book, the LinkedIn book for sales and marketing, you can purchase it off of there or Amazon. And then collaboratively, my wife, have a, uh, we have a business together and that's the time to grow.com. So we focus on helping business professionals, entrepreneurs grow their business with multiple ways of doing that. So you can visit the time to grow.com to see all those other offerings as well. Fantastic. Fantastic. Sounds like listeners will get extreme value when they connect in your world. And I'm ecstatic for that. And so thank you so much for dropping in today and for giving everybody so many great action items. 
Well, as you can tell, I am determined AF, so it was only apropos that I would be on here today to share that passion with everyone, and I just appreciate you and the opportunity. Hell yeah, I'm excited. I think anybody that's determined to grow their business on a different social media platform that doesn't require so much curation and selling, uh, you know, I don't want to say grossness, but sometimes it is. It is uh, I think that LinkedIn will be a great option for them. So this is fantastic. So until next week, guys, you go keep being determined AF. <laughs>